viewer discretion is advised for this episode. Beze Moa talks about very intense topics and also has very graphic depictions of sexual assault, violence, and many other things, especially against women. Viewer discretion is advised for this episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Notes in the Library podcast. As always, I'm your host, Emma, and today we are talking about Beze Moi, which is a French they say punk fantasy, but honestly, it can be very realistic. I'm not even kind of sure what makes something punk fantasy. It's more like the aesthetic. I, I'm not entirely sure what makes something punk punk fantasy, but this is considered punk fantasy. At least it does so on the back. And Baiser Moi, the title is in French. If you translate that to English, it actually translates to Rape Me. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's an intense book. And how I found this book was in my first year literature class at my two previous ago colleges. I transfer a lot, guys. I'm sure I've told the story. Uh, we were in a European literature class, and one of the people in my class read this book along with a couple other ones for conference projects. So what they do is, is um, you had your normal work, but then at the end of the semester, you had to present this huge project. So my first one was, can can men write women accurately? And so I, well, I picked books all from out Europe and I did, I read six of them, half of them were written by men, half of them were written by women. All of them were award-winning books, so they clearly were held in high regard. And I compared and contrast how women write women and how men write women. And then for my spring semester one, which was semester that COVID hit, I did Les Mis, which I did an episode about here. And that episode pretty much was my conference project. And I broke down the, main characters pretty much nearly almost everyone that played a major part in that and i justify whether their actions were rather wrong and place them in the categories so i like for example javert i said was very neutral all he did was this is the law i have to follow he did not care if you were good or bad or if you stole a piece of bread to feed someone many people would say well that was a necessary crime he was like no it's against the law it's still a crime it doesn't matter if you're good or bad and then I said how Cosette was this innocent person, she was very much like a doll and everything, and how she hid that from everyone in her past. So I kind of talked about different things with that. And one of the kids in my group read Baisemois and a couple of our French literature books. I can't remember what the conference project topic was. But ever since then, I've been thinking about Baisemois, and I did not know what that translated to at the very beginning. But he described it as it is these two women that finally have enough with society. And they pretty much just go on a rampage through France. I'm like, I love unhinged women literature. I'm sure I'm pretty sure we talk about it. The unhinged women genre, peak genre of literature, I think it shows something about female rage and the female gaze versus the male gaze and male rage. It's just a very interesting topic. I love to get into that and talk about that more. Maybe one episode we will do that. Someone else once described this as the female version of American Psycho, and as you know, I love American Psycho. I have read the book. That was the first book we actually reviewed on this podcast. I read the book multiple times, and I even did a project about it last semester. I did a, when I was in this critical reading and writing theory class, so you had different theories you did, and one of them was a feminist theory, and so I talked about the American Psycho movie, because the movie is directed by two women, and I pretty much talked about how Patrick Bateman is held to the same standard as the male gaze as the women are in the movie, and how his skincare routine, his fitness, the clothes he wears, all of that is for male validation, and how that reflects who he is, and how he's also kind of now becoming a literally me character for women because of that. This book, I would not compare to American Psycho. American Psycho is a deranged man, and 
is a satire. This book, I don't even know if you can consider it a satire, but this book is two women, well, one woman who's definitely had enough, she's been pushed to the brink of, brink of like madness and anger because she is sexually assaulted and it's a very violent scene and it's described in great detail. So I, I don't wanna get, I don't wanna read that because it is, it is something where um, A, I don't think it is, I can get the point across without reading that section to you guys. And I also think it is something that you have to pick for yourself on whether or not you wanna read. Like I know many people could not handle that. Some people can. I was able to read it. I was very uncomfortable reading it. It's a very violent book. At the first half, it's very violent towards the main characters, Manu and Nadine, and a couple other women that are in the book. And then later it turns into Manu and Nadine turning that violence and rage and harm against others, primarily men. The assault scene is played out and I, I've read many books. Many books I've even put on the show they have murders or sexual assault scenes that don't fit. It seems like the author just threw that in for, oh, they need some type of trauma. But that assault scene was the turning point for Manu because she feels that now she has nothing else to give. I'm not going to read that section, like I said, because it it's not something I want to subject someone to unless they want to read this book. It, I, I'm making the book sound bad. The book was not bad, but it is a heavy book and it's fast paced, but you have to take many breaks through it. I probably would have taken more breaks if I wasn't behind with the show and having to read this as quick as I can to, well, not not as quick as I can. I had a couple days to read it, but I think I would have maybe benefited if I was able to step away, maybe read something else between it to match it up. Instead, I had to kind of read this straight through to make sure I can have this episode ready because. I know I've been pretty bad at releasing episodes when I am supposed to, but moving and technical difficulties, but it should be clear now, the times, and I should be back to normal with episodes being released. But um, Manu, during this, it happens with her and another woman, and during it, Manu raises the point that they were going to do this, <laughs> where the hard way or the easy way, so fighting back might not have been her best interest, that's what she says in the book, of course you should fight and protect yourself and all this, but constantly through it, Manu, Manu says, survival, I survived, that is all that matters, like that is how traumatic the experience is, it's it's violent, multiple men are there, uh, she talks about a tooth being knocked loose, she's bloody, it's, and the other woman is the same, and the other woman is like, why don't you fight back, why don't you fight back, and she's like, but we're alive and that's what matters, and in the book, the Desensitization of the violence against the woman in the book, I think, reflects on society and many books and movies. Women have always kind of been that way. Like serial killers always go after women in movies. So, Taylor speaking, that's also true. In real life, women always have violent sexual assault scenes in movies and in books. And I think this book is meant to critique that because there is this violent scene. And then you have a woman that is pushed, she's pushed way too far. There's, she's already down her luck and this pushes her over the edge and there's no coming back from this. Her and Nadine go on a brutal kind of Thelma and Louise, that's how they compare it in the back, Bonnie and Clyde type of thing where they go and they sleep with men, they kill them, they steal, they do all of this and they justify it all because it's happened to them. So they can do it back. But the violence against women in the book is also desensitized to the characters. 
the opening scene is Nadine watching hardcore pornography and it's describing it and she is watching it like she's watching the news. Her roommate comes home and Nadine is just sitting there on the couch watching it. Now she is also a prostitute and is described as a narcissist. But the way she describes the woman in these films, and I've never watched pornography, I've never really dived deep into that, but there are very negative and violent depictions of women in pornography. That's one of the main critiques of it for people that are anti-porn. And I'm not here to say whether I'm not here to shame if you watch it. If you do, that's fine. I'm not here to judge that. But many of the critiques against porn is that they're sex trafficking and it's very violent against women and how that can affect primarily the male brain and the female brain on how they are meant to act during sex. Because again, pornography is staged. It's film. It's the same thing as doing a newscast or doing a scene in a movie. It's filmed. It's scripted. They know exactly what's going to happen during it. It is planned. From top to bottom, Nadine is watching this and is very aggressive and violent towards the women actresses in this thing, in, in these films she's watching. One is, it's like a home invasion, another one is getting smacked around, and she is having no effect to that. She's also desensitized to the violence of women here, but then when you read when she goes out and she is a prostitute when men talk with her and when men... They treat her just as violently and cruel as these actors and actresses do to one another in these pornography scenes. It seems the only way she knows about sex and relationships is based on this, I would say fantastical, but not like, it's always fantastic, but like this fantasy, fantastical realm of porn and how it is meant to be this way where it's really not. There was a, a researcher that once did, when people watch porn a lot, it affects how they treat, especially women, because they view them more as objects. And I think in this book, Nadine and Manu have had enough of being treated like that and it being brushed off like this is normal. And they snap and they've had enough. There also is a scene where Nadine sees a woman being assaulted and even says, and she looks pretty like that. So even Nadine is desensitized to the violence of women. And with the way it's described, it's third person, the book, even the narrator is very detached for the violence against the woman. But you still see how horrific it is. This book has been banned. It's controversial, and I can understand why. I mean, it is it is graphic. It is not a book for everyone. I usually don't put trigger warnings on books, but this is definitely a book that you should look into it before you start reading it. If you know you can't handle or you're not comfortable, I don't say that to talk down to you. I definitely think it is a very intense book, and it's not a book for everyone. And I don't say that like you're not smart enough or you're not mature enough. No, it is a violent book. Honestly, if I had known how graphic it was, I probably wouldn't have picked it up. But it was one of these books that has been on my list for a while, and I found it, a physical copy, because I could not find it in my library system. Everything is banned in many countries, and I can understand why. Just like how there are many other books, but I also find it very interesting that the book by women critiquing the violence against women and the desensitization of it and what happens when the tables are turned and women start using sex and violence against men that that's the one that's banned when books like american psycho are banned in some areas but not nearly as much as this one seems to be there's a movie based on it i'm interested to see how they make that movie work what is the difference between french rules and american rules for film i know 
the American rules for what can go on television and streaming services and movies because that is my like my country and I'm also studying that so I know the rules of what can be said, what cannot be. But I know France has different rules and standards, every country does. So I'm interested to see how this movie was made because I cannot imagine a movie being able to accurately depict what has happened and it be appropriate for a general audience. This book also I think raises the question of the female gaze versus the male gaze. Um, I know like I just watched Barbie and everyone was saying how that movie was made for a woman. And yes, Barbie. You see Barbie, it's made, it has more of a sense of humor, it has, it's written for the way women tend to react well to movies. Then, I keep going back to American Psycho. American Psycho, the book, was written as a satire and many men have been like, oh, Patrick Bateman's literally made, but haven't taken it as a satirical way. I know one of my favorite things to do is with my, one of my friends, she's a Tinder or whatever, some guy, it's like, Patrick Bateman's literally made, I'm like, you have to match with them so I can mess with them, please. Like, I, I beg of you, I love doing this. Because I love throwing the whole, did you know American Psycho, the movie, is a feminist film? I just launch into that and then if they are like a finance bro, then I lock them in with the, well, why can't we just print more money? Oh, I love it. And she gets so mad at me. But I'm like, you, you match with them. I beg of you just so I can. I'm not going to meet with them in person. I just want to mess with them on Tinder a little bit when, when she matches with them. I love it. But there have been these literally made characters. And Patrick Bateman is not someone you should strive to be like. He's about the joke and he's very violent. And how he talks about women, primarily because I'm, I'm mainly talking about women in relation to Beze Moi and American Psycho. It's not something you should strive for. Beze Ma talks about men the same way Patrick Bateman talks about women because there's something not right and there's differences on why they're not right in the head. Patrick Bateman's not right in the head because there's clearly a chemical imbalance. We never know why Patrick is the way he is so you can only assume it's a chemical imbalance because then again how would anyone do what they're doing? In Beze Ma, it is a study of what happens when you're pushed too far and you, you snap. I'm not saying that what they do in Beze Moi is justified because many of the times they kill men, or there are some times they kill men that have nothing to do with what is happening. They just are angry at men in general. It's a swinging pendulum between the two books, and that's why I'm comparing them, because they're both on the different extremes. But Beze Moi raises the question of when a woman is pushed too far, is she, is she allowed to snap like this? What is it? This is rage. This is fe female rage. And... If you watch movies like, or read books like Gone Girl, or uh, Macbeth with Lady Macbeth, and um, Euphoria with Cassie and Rue, female rage is something very interesting and something very new to media, especially media written by men. Because many times, female rage is just in there crying with their perfect makeup. No, female rage is ugly, just as male rage is ugly. It's ugly, it can be violent, it can be destructive, it can be so many things and it's not acknowledged. Baiser Moi, I think, is the unfiltered, probably more extreme, well, actually, yes, more extreme version of female rage and what happens when it's just a straw that breaks the camel's back. Because Manu and Nadine were both very unhappy, very angry with life. All they needed was this whole thing. Manu is sexually assaulted. And the dean happens to be there when Manu is there at the train station. Thing that snaps and that's the camel, that's the shot breaks the camel's back and sends him into the spiral. It is a book, again, raises many questions and it's a very uncomfortable book to read. The violence that happens towards women and the layer in the book men is still very uncomfortable to sit through. The way the kid in my class described it is this is a girl boss book. I don't think it's a girl boss book. 
100% it's not a girl boss book. I don't know why someone would explain this or describe it as a girl boss book. I think this is a book that's a warning to women can be just as violent as men if they are pushed to that. Many times, especially in true crime and in TV shows, it's always men perpetuating this violence. Women can reciprocate that just as much. And I think that's the reason why this book is as violent as it is and as desensitized as it is because these women in this book, they're like, violence is going to happen to me, it's normal, I should expect that. But I'm going to throw it back in their faces. Is that right? Is that wrong? I don't think violence sometimes is always the answer. Of course, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I'm sure you've heard that saying. But this book, I think, she doesn't get revenge on the men that assaulted her. She gets revenge on other people. So it's kind of that, is it really tit for tat or is she just going on a rampage because it's described on the back. I'm not even going to speak the French version because I know it's bad. That the two of them go on this rape and pillage. Rape and pillage was very something much by the Vikings. It's mostly associated with that. Um, it's also been associated with militaries conquering other areas. Many, I'm sure, there's so many horrific stories out there of men and soldiers coming in and kind of treating the woman horribly. I think this book flips the tables on that because you've always hear in history about it happening to women, what happens when women do it back to men. And again, is it right? No. Doing violence against anyone is never right, but what happens when you've been pushed to that breaking point and you don't care? Both of them have nothing else to live for, they say. Like, this is it. I have nothing else to live for, so I might as well go out in, in, in a blaze. Go out how I, how I say on my terms. I know I've talked about a lot with this book, but I think there's a lot to talk about with it. I recommend the book, but I do that with a soft recommendation because, again, it is violent. It is graphic how women are treated in this book and how they're spoken about is very uncomfortable and very sickening to read and experience but i think it is a book that touches upon those important topics of the desensitization to violence against women and what happens when someone is pushed too far they can't come back from that so if you are interested in those topics and experiencing that it's very much it doesn't dive as much into the psychology of it, or like a psychological thriller. It is very much like, that's it. We, we're done. We're, we're doing this now. But I do recommend it. But again, be careful reading it. And if you know you're not someone that wants to read that or is in the headspace to read that, I don't recommend reading the book. Again, Basie Amal directly translates to Rape Me. The book was published in, I believe, the 60s. No, no, she... She was born, the author was born in 1969. When was this published? Well, at least this, this version of it, this edition I have, is copyright 1999. So I'm assuming it came out around that time. I think it is a critique on history has been filled with this violence happening to women. I, f I feel weird recommending this book to people, but I think it is an interesting book. And I can understand why it's in the French canon, even though it is banned and, con and very deemed controversial in many countries. But again, take care of yourself when reading it. I definitely don't think you should come out rooting for Nadine and Manu. You can see that something bad happens to someone and you can feel bad for them while still criticizing their actions afterwards. There were many ways they could have handled what happened to them and they decided to go the violent route. And again, you might think they did the right thing, like they, they deserved that revenge, they needed to do that. And some of you might think they took it too far. I think this is also a reflection on the reader 
and how we react to violence and whether we believe in that eye for an eye or turning the other cheek thing. Nadine and Manu clearly don't turn the other cheek. They are an eye for eye person. And I'm rambling a lot now as I'm realizing that. But again, I think it's just turning the tables. Many things in history has been violence against women. This is just women have had enough and so I'm gonna be violent towards you. So that's all for this episode. I realized I rambled a little bit. We touched on some very um, intense topics. That's why I put the description at the beginning, we were discretion advised. I do recommend this book, but don't go into this book with the girl boss, unhinged woman feeling that I went into it because that's what I was told it was. I was told it was a girl boss book and unhinged woman where no, it is two women that have been very abused insulted a lot in society and them feeling like they have nothing else to live for. That is not a girl boss thing and that should not be a girl boss thing. It's sad that the events in this story do happen. There are sexual assaults, there are violence, there is murder, but I think the book brings to light how this cycle continues. This violent cycle continues and how even women can become desensitized to the violence against women and how that's not right and how men also can be desensitized to violence against women. I'm not saying all men and all women, you know that, you know me, I don't make those sweeping generalizations. But we've seen it so many times in history, this violence perpetuating against women. I think this book holds a mirror up to that. And the happens when there's repercussions to that. So again, I'm rambling a lot and I talked about so many intense things. So if you have any recommendations, maybe some lighter novels, because this was very intense, please let me know if you have any recommendations. I'm always open for them. I want to hear from you guys about what you guys want. Thank you for the support. And as always, this has been the notes from the library.